well, those are the people typically that get taken advantage of, right? The ones that are like, oh, okay, you just are yeah. in school right now? Oh, okay. Like, you don't have the time? No, like, right. no one's trying to con a bitch like you because you're like, or me. You're the bigger bitch. <laughs> no one would con you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, I thought it'd be funny to get your thoughts on um, Ben Affleck's heart necklaces. Oh my God, I saw those. <laughs> They're so big. <laughs> right? I, I have. <laughs> well, keep on going. I had those when I was like 12, like, as everyone did. They were like huge. And hers is on like a choker, which makes it even fucking more disgusting. And it's silver. <laughs> is it silver? I just thought that, that there were, okay. Now that we're getting granular about the size of it and like Huge. how it's being worn, I think there are too many jagged lines. Like when you're when you're drawing like two halves of a heart, yeah, there's like three or two points at most. Yes, and well, this one this one looked like teeth. <laughs> like <shark> teeth? <laughs> oh like you God. you like a shark had bitten a heart in half. Right. And it, it, there are too many points, don't you think? I, I, just, I, I just don't like the design. How about that? I think it would I, be way cuter if mm-hmm. it was a better design. Well, it felt, and listen, I shop at Etsy all the time, but it felt like an Etsy heart. Like I was like, where did you get this cheap thing? And again, huge, so big. The size of that really should be like a little more subtle. It was huge. I don't, Maybe I don't I don't know if I might if I I would like to see it in it that good size. On him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because he's gigantic. Yes. Like he's so tall. Exactly. But I I would say that I would like to see it in that size on her, but without so many points. I think I think you you would change your mind if the heart was a like a nicer heart instead of No. It, it, no. <laughs> your problem is the the shark bite of too mm-hmm. many points. Mine is it's too big. It's too cumbersome. That's supposed to be like, oh, I don't, I don't know. It was just very, it was not dainty on her. And especially that she was wearing it and it was resting on her clavicle <laughs> also bothered me. I, you can't, you don't wear those as chokers. <laughs> You've clearly had three glasses of wine already. <laughs> no, like half. <laughs> No, but I was dying to talk to you about that because obviously I knew you would have something to say about your fucking chair, Sasha. Oh my God. Uh, There's no, listen, we sold all our dining room chairs today. So this is, I don't have another chair for you. This is it. What? Yeah. (laughs) So like, even after COVID-19 is over, you'll never have anyone over for dinner again. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. This is why we did it. We sold anything that includes other people being part of our life. No, we sold, 
We sold our dining room chairs because we bought a bunch of dining room chairs while we were like feeling really sorry for ourselves on Sunday because it's Corey, Corey and I, 10 year anniversary in June. Yeah. And we planned to go somewhere, but now we're obviously not going anywhere. So we, anyway, this is so boring, but we bought dining room chairs. Okay. Okay. Dining okay. room table. And now I don't have any dining room chairs. And that would be what I would normally swap out for. So this that was your creaky chair. That was your anniversary gift to each other. A new dining room set. Yeah. Because well, we realized that. That's really beautiful. Gonna, is it? Yeah, that your gift to each other symbolizes having people over and inviting them to break bread with you. Whenever this is over, it's that gift of community and family. And that is not why we with- bought that. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to like sell it. <laughs> I know, but that is not why we did that. Okay, um, why did you do it? Because it's like the last, like the last bit of the house of that the first floor that needs to like be in the same mid-century vibe so we got rid of that shit but it was crazy because it was the first um because i always think it's crazy that anyone's selling shit on kijiji right now during covid because then you have to like meet people but anyway we had this like whole plan where we like brought one seat out they had to like look at it and then if they were cool with it then they would go back to their car send us an e-transfer and once we got it then we brought out everything because it's fucking sketchy as fuck i wasn't gonna typically we'll let people come in right or touch shit anyway Okay, so they're gone. They're gone. That's why we're here with my squeaky chair. <laughs> okay, are we ready for other people's yes. furniture issues maybe? Yes. Furniture and jewelry issues? <laughs> but wait, do you like it? Do you think that was cute? Can we just rewind? I thought it was great. We're and laughing. You think, and you think, no, no, no. I'm talking about Ben and Anna. Anna. Oh. <laughs> no, we're fine. Are they fine? Uh, what do you mean? Like, I think they're like, like so in love. Okay, so you think it's the real deal, for sure, for sure. Don't you? If you're fucking walking around with half a heart, half a matching heart, like you, I think you have to be googly eyes, like emojis coming around, like emojis are coming out of your eyeballs. Right. Okay. Okay, ready? Yes. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. I'm a nurse practitioner in a hospital in a major COVID-19 hotspot. And while I normally enjoy what I do, this pandemic has drastically changed the dynamic of our hospital, and we are constantly having to restructure our lives to work in different departments that need assistance. I've already done a few different roles than I'm used to, and I'm now being told that I have to work in the COVID-19 intensive care units. I've suffered from depression and anxiety for most of my life, and while I'm young and healthy, this virus scares the shit out of me. I've had multiple breakdowns about it and still cry every day. I'm terrified about getting uh, myself, my fiance, my cancer patients, or anyone else sick. We have a couple of hundred COVID-19 patients in our hospital alone, and this isn't some low-risk situation. I should mention that um, this person is writing to us from somewhere in America where there is a COVID hotspot, and it's a big city, very, very big city. Mm -hmm. Okay. I went into my profession to help people, but I never went into it thinking I'd be putting my life at risk for it. Am I an asshole for not wanting to continue to put myself at risk? I've offered to do work remotely caring for COVID-19 patients, and at times my bosses have let me, but now they say I have to work in the COVID ICUs. Their attitude is that I need to tough it out. I have a good amount of money saved, and so I'm fortunate to not have to worry about rent and bills for the foreseeable future. I'm considering seriously quitting since I'm being forced to put my mental and physical health at risk. And since my bosses aren't receptive to me working remotely, 
I've tried looking for jobs where I could work remotely and there are a few options. What do you think? Am I a bad person if I quit when I have the training to help these people? Or am I okay to put my health over those I'm taking care of? I know many, many people have it worse than I do right now. So I'm terribly sorry if my worries are frivolous. So I'm terribly sorry if my worries are frivolous to anyone. I really hope things get better for us all soon. Oh, Ugh. what should we call her? I, I'm going to call her Florence for Florence Nightingale. Okay, nice. I like that. Flo. Yeah. So Flo is a nurse practitioner working mm-hmm. in a major city in the United States in a hospital where there are, what, hundreds of patients and, well, she's not feeling it anymore. No, she's struggling. What, so what she needs is an answer about whether or not it's okay for her to peace out mm-hmm. and if that makes her a bad person. Well, I mean, I think we've talked about this and it sounds, I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over, so forgive me, but I really do think, and we've talked about this um, with our friends and I'm like with my family, is that this is the time for us to reevaluate some shit. And a lot of things bubble up and really become quite crystal clear in moments like this, where um, you're faced with maybe, let's say, nothing to do or too much to do. And everyone's readjusting right now and and figuring out what um, what their next plan is. And there's so many people, too, who have like lost their small businesses and are going to absolutely have to pivot during this time. So you're telling us that you don't want like this job no longer fulfills you. So you're not only doing an injustice to yourself if you stay, but you're also doing an injustice to the people that you're trying to help. Um, Because you, especially in that kind of job, like I think you need to be like in it and dedicated. And I mean, God, that is, I would not be good as a frontline worker. Like I just wouldn't. I think there's like a certain DNA makeup and they're amazing people. And I'm not saying that Flo isn't, but that doesn't mean that she's a bad person for finally realizing that she might just not be cut out for that intensity. Not everyone is. And I think that that's okay. I mean, I get why you're asking, am I selfish? Am I being an asshole? Because of course, the people who are working on the front lines right now are our heroes mm-hmm. and they're amazing. I mean, Listen, if you think, Flo, if you think you're being selfish, you're talking to two people who... (laughs) Beyond. (laughs) What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. (laughs) Right? Like, Sash, you are a producer for an entertainment news show and a podcaster, and I am a celebrity um, gossip writer and a talk show host, and... We're contributing nothing to helping people. Yeah. (laughs) Barely on this podcast. We may be contributing (laughs) content, which is great. And people need content. And of course, we're having certain discussions that are important. And hopefully we address certain things Mm -hmm. in our conversations about, I don't know, how to be a human and how to exist within a community and how to how to like have your own part in this community. But we're certainly not showing up for work at the hospital and hope like helping people stay alive. Fuck no. Like, and so I think it's all relative about who's selfish and who's helping and who's not. Right. Mm -hmm. But this is a little bit of a work question too, about you have the skills, but if you 
aren't there mentally and emotionally, are you actually helping the patients to the best that they deserve? Yeah. And I think that's part of it too. And that's not on you. Like this is fucking hard for everybody. Like for everybody listening who isn't on the front lines and you're having mental health issues and you're having stress and anxiety. I know I am like, I'm scared all the time. Mm-hmm. All I do is worry. All I do is want to escape. I'm tired. And that's not typically you. That, and that's, I think, an no. important thing. You, I've never seen you like this. No, um, exactly. Yeah. I'm worried about people. I'm worried about our business. I'm worried about being able to like support writers and, you know, save what we've spent 15 to 16 years building. I have stress, but I don't have that kind of stress, not the kind yeah. of stress that Flow has. Yeah. So, you know, I think that it's okay to acknowledge that the people who are on the front lines are suffering from fear and anxiety and I think it's also okay to say, I can't manage that. And I don't want to manage that because that doesn't help anybody, least of all the patients who deserve the best care. Yeah. So maybe, Flo, you could try and reframe it in your mind. Don't make this about you. And if you're selfish, you're not. Make this about who... Make this about, in your profession, what is required for the patients. And if, if right now that is not what you can deliver, then maybe it's best for everybody, not just best for you. I totally agree. And isn't like the whole show your work, can't you show your work in different ways and different times in your life? Like sometimes you have to flip a page in your career. Sometimes what you were meant to do or what you were made to be able to do in one in one time in your life changes, mm-hmm. right? Like, listen, great. I love my job. I'm like so, um, I feel so fortunate. But like at 55, I'm not going to be talking about, I don't know, maybe I will, but I don't think I could be reporting about Britney Spears or Chrissy Teigen in the same way I am now, right? Like I'm going to have to have some other sort of career manipulation <laughs> down the line, right? And I think flow is like that too, right? Maybe you've just come to the end of an era of this particular career. Mm-hmm. You're not letting down anybody by no. by showing up for yourself and, and realizing that this isn't meant for you. But also we have to remember that for people like Flo who have been working in these kinds of jobs, um, their heroism and courage and their contribution didn't just start at the beginning of March or February 2020. Right. Yeah. Right. All the years flow that you've been in this business. Well, I don't want to call it a business, but in this profession, helping other people that counts for something. Oh my gosh. Uh, of course it does. Don't discount that. And you it can have be exhausting. It can be totally, exhausting. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I can't imagine like for, you know, my concerns seem so minor next to the people who are going to work every day and who have been going to work every day and helping cancer patients, as Flo said, and mm-hmm. people and their families and those at in their late stages of life or those who have to go through surgery or those who are looking at or watching and having to deal with their children going through surgery. It's fucking a lot. None of my concerns match up to any of that shit at all. So you know what? Give yourself already like a badge or a medal for the work that you've done so far Mm -hmm. and consider yourself, like they say in the military, honorably discharged. 
You know when Ooh, you quit like them, that. Yes. right? Yes. Like, I know I might be wading into dicey territory here because, you know, the way we speak about the military, we can't conflate it with anything else. But if we are fighting a war right now, and for all intents and purposes, this is a war against a virus. It's just mm -hmm. a different enemy, so to speak, or a different adversary. Then the people who are our soldiers are the frontline staff and the medical staff. And so if we want to apply that analogy, the people who have worked for the last two months are performing a certain kind of um, wartime service. Yeah. And those people do deserve medals. And if they want to leave, it should be an honorable discharge. So Flo, when you quit, if you quit, sounds like you really want to, call it and tweak it differently in your mind and call yourself an honorably discharged member of the medical profession. Oh, well, yeah, yes. You sold me. <laughs> can you also tell me that when I'm ready to retire? TV. I don't, what, what, I don't know if we can consider TV any kind of like. <laughs> but well said. I love that. So Flo, good luck. Do your go, go and do your thing. Yeah. Honorably discharged. I love that. Okay. Next. Hi, Lainey and Sasha. I've been a religious listener. Thank you for a few years. And I'm hoping you can help me with my own drama this time. My ex-boyfriend is a notorious avoider of responsibilities. We can call him P. Let me start out by saying we didn't have the cleanest of breakups, but after a few months of reckoning, we parted somewhat amicably after three years together. So amicably, in fact, that we kept the joint account we had open. Whoa. I already. See, right? this is, uh, these are my, okay. I, I should, maybe I should read this beforehand because my, yes. and okay. <laughs> I told you you're way better at it because you're surprised. I skim these before I send them to you. Maybe I should. Okay. Anyway. Perfect. All right. So amicably, in fact, that we kept the joint account we had open because he was receiving money grants to go back to school. I tried to get my name removed off the account, but apparently it is impossible. And our only option would be to close the account altogether. At the time, he said he worried about whether the money would get lost or disrupted by changing the direct deposit and said he would prefer to keep it open while he was still receiving money and going to school. I was fine with this in the beginning. A few months went by and I started to date someone else. I felt this was the time he should change his accounts and for us both to move on. He put up a fight and said he would prefer to leave it and wouldn't do anything to negatively impact me, such as rack up an overdraft and leave me flipping the bill. Fast forward almost two years later, and he still won't close the account. I've messaged him several times, at least every three months, and have documented it on Facebook, Messenger. Each time he, mess he reassures me it's fine to leave it open and convinces me he will deal with it eventually and everything will work out. The last time we spoke, he said January 2021 was when he <laughs> wanted it closed. My current boyfriend and I are now very serious and are looking to be engaged near the end of this year. And he would also like this account, this account resolved. I asked P again last month to please at least open a new account and switch all deposits and bills over so that in May we could close it and the transition would be smooth. He now says that since COVID and his exams, he doesn't have the time and it's not his priority. I won't say what program he's in, but trust me, it's not rigorous. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite line. I'm so fed up with getting the runaround and I just want this last tie severed. Should I just let Pete continue to have the account? Fuck, no, I'm done. Right? I, I, my, friends, my friends think I should close the account and mail him a check for the balance. Correct. Th what? 
mail him a check for the balance. Yeah, like she closes out and he, she just sends him oh, okay, okay. his money. This seems extreme to me and I just feel too bad doing that. What are my options here? Thanks for the advice. Please call me E. All right, E. Dear God. Sasha, take it away. Take it well, away. I love that she's like, it's too extreme. What's fucking extreme is this has been going on for years and the dude is just playing you and is a lazy motherfucker. Like, A, money doesn't get lost if you transfer it to another account and you're not too busy to make one fucking phone call to get that shit sorted. So whatever feelings, sorry, what was her E? Whatever feelings... Leftover feelings E has for that relationship. Obviously, she feels very bad. Maybe the way it broke up. She said it was amicable. But I'm sure she feels pretty sorry for him. Maybe he's just like hasn't found love after blah. Who the fuck cares? I don't even know why I'm making excuses. Do what your friends said. Close the fucking goddamn account. Send him his dough and stop talking to him. This is must be a ploy for him to like just continue to have her in his life, right? The stupid fucking account. I don't fucking care about him. Like he's, uh, <laughs> I don't care about him. I think to me, we need to talk about E. We need to talk to E. And mm. we may need to talk a little brusquely to E. Okay. I mean, we need some tough talk here. Please, by all means. I thought I just yelled at her. But if you have more to yell at her, go for it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go harder than that. Like, well, e no, I was saving you some room. <laughs> E, I think that you're in a good place in your life. You have a partner who obviously you are um, getting closer and closer with. You seem happy. You have friends. So I, I don't think that you're in a bad place right now. So I'm just going to say it. You need to grow some eggs. Grow some eggs. I'm taking ah, this from Sandra O yes. because like we're not like she doesn't use the word balls. Having big balls is to, you know, denote bravery. And so she uses eggs and I'm stealing this from Sandra O. Grow some E. Grow some eggs. Hey, E is for eggs. That's perfect. Your friends are right. Yeah. This is crazy. And the longer this goes on, the more I'm suspicious of you, E. Why don't oh. you want to cut this off? Why do you want to maintain this? Because E's being too nice, right? Or e wants or what? Or, what would E get out of this? Besides, look, I don't know. Some sort of connection to this person. Don't make me what my point is, E. Oh. If 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 you think that this is too mean and you're finding every XYZ excuse to continue maintaining this account for as long as whenever, it's been two fucking years. You want to go until Longer. January 2021? <laughs> Are you serious? If you keep coming up with excuses or your best excuses, is that too harsh? When it's been two years and we're going on three, then I'm starting to think that maybe you don't want to cut this off. Maybe you want to have something to do with this person. And if I'm saying this, your current boyfriend is going to start thinking this. So if I'm not putting the fear of fucking shit in your <laughs> head right now, that you're, because if I were your boyfriend, I'd start wondering about alternative explanations. Is it that you're too nice or is it that you don't want to give up pee? Answer me right now. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, okay. Right? See, I gave you some goddamn room. Listen, I didn't want to go there and turn it around on E and make her feel bad. I'm E now. I'm see, this is what I just this is just what happened. I started being E. I agree with you. And you do agree with me. Fight I, me on I this. I agree with you. No, yeah. I could never. I totally agree with you. And obviously, if you're starting to set down some roots for 
a future, another relationship and a, a future lifetime with somebody, you fucking can't have another joint account with your ex-boyfriend. That's fucking batshit crazy. Um, but I do. Oh my God. But, but see, I don't think I She's financially liable. Do you understand? That's the terrifying part. That's where I'm going here next, which is like, great that she's been logging all their conversations, but he has the power to fuck shit up, especially if there's any like bad feelings and he finds out that you're like actually going to get engaged. Maybe he'll just do something fucking crazy just to spite you. So even just from a protection standpoint, fucking close this account. But also just from a moving on standpoint, cut the fucking account off. Like this is terrifyingly dangerous for your own whatever credit score, but it's also just fucking exhausting that you've been dealing with this like every couple of months. Um, but I don't think that I don't I don't want to think that E is like holding the door open via this account for the dude. I think she probably just feels bad for him. But you can't feel bad for your exes when you're moving on. Like you've given him enough, you've given him enough fucking time to get his shit together. I'm telling you, there are not very many people who are going to feel bad for E if one day something goes south with this account and she's Mm. made, she's liable and she's on the hook for whatever fucking loan or whatever, like financial disaster. And then that's her life. Like I understand compassion is one thing and keeping relations on the up and on with exes on the up and up is another thing, but this is this is jeopardizing yourself. You're jeopardizing yourself and your current relationship, but mostly yourself. You, I don't know if it stands up in any kind of, um, in any kind of investigation where you're like, look, I have the Facebook messages. Okay. But how hard is it to make a phone call and be like, shut this account down? Like it's not going into a mine. It's not going to a hospital, going into a hospital with COVID-19 patients. It's literally like, I don't know, filling out some paperwork and being like, I don't want this account anymore. So I don't care how many Facebook messages you have. Like, how does it stand up? Like, if you were to present that, let's say it was a court situation and you were pre- you were to present that to 12 people and they were like, OK, fine, Facebook messages. But like, uh, it's just a phone call or like writing a letter or sending an email to the bank being like, shut right. this shit down. How hard it could be. I, I don't know if it stands up. I want you to protect yourself. Eve. That's why I'm being so forceful right now. And I think maybe you're asking for it. So if I read yeah. that wrong, I apologize in advance. But I think you need to hear this. You need to grow some <laughs> eggs. Get the fuck out of this account. I, I don't know how much more harsh I could put this. I would hope that like, as soon as she hears this, she makes an appointment. You can make a virtual appointment with your banks right now and fucking close it down. Yeah. The end. The end. I don't even want to give it any, like I'm no. actually exhausted from even having to like no. listen to your advice to it. She needed like, some tiger momming though. She needed no, some tiger she, momming shame. So 1000%. It was just like, I'm exhausted that she's, that he's exhausted over this. Like, stop it. Fucking cut yeah. it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Or get back together with him. Like, I don't know, because listen, <laughs> I have suspicions, right? So if you do not want these suspicions to continue, shut the shit down. And please, please, E, write back to us and let us know. I want proof. I want proof okay, that you yes. shut it down. A, you don't have to give me the account it. number. You don't have just to give me the account it. number <laughs> or anything. You just like, let me know you did what you did, what you should have done. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay. Okay. Oh my God, that one got me because yeah. No, because she's she's left herself it's in. It's no, dumb. it's yeah, and it's a this, dummy move. She sounds. Here's the thing. She sounds like a really wonderful person. Like someone who is that kind is obviously a keeper, but. I worry in this horrible world that people will take advantage of that. Well, those are the people typically that get taken advantage of, right? The ones that are like, oh, okay, you just are yeah. school right now? Oh, okay. Like, you don't have the time? What was the other yeah. fucking lame excuse? I don't know. There was a lot. Okay. No, like, Fuck no it. one's trying to con a bitch like you because you're like, or me. You're the bigger bitch. <laughs> no one would con you. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, um... Uh, yeah. Okay. E, let us know. Wow. I, yeah. Anyway, let me just, I love when you get fired. I don't actually think you've been fired up this whole coronavirus podcast series like that. Okay. I just worried about E. I know. He is like, what the fuck? Okay. Anyway, next. Hey, dear Sasha and Lainey, I have a friend. Let's call her Beth. Fine. Let's do that. (laughs) Whom I've been friends with for about eight years. I'm in my late twenties and Beth is in her mid thirties. She's a great friend and we like hanging out together. We share similarities, but over the past year, she's been a total copycat. Let me explain. I hate copycats. Sorry, go on. Both Beth and I happen to have a talent and love of baking. I decided back in October 2018 to start up a baking account on Instagram to show off my baking creations. And I also happen to be, I also happen to have an interest in food photography. A few months later, Beth started up her own baking account saying, I inspired her. I took this as a compliment and carried on. Everything was fine until I started to notice her deliberately copying me and baking the same recipes and even styling her photos the same way. I found it super annoying as this no longer was inspiration, but rather full-on plagiarism. She's recently eased up, but still, from time to time, she strikes again. Next example, I got married... On the May Long weekend in 2019, guess what weekend Beth decided to have her wedding? The May Long weekend in 2021. She also was going to book the same venue as us, but the only reason that they didn't was because my venue had no more availability. She said repeatedly to me that she loved my wedding decor and is using it as inspiration. Something tells me I might be attending a wedding next year that is awfully similar to my own. Beth has asked me to share with her my exact vendors, has inquired about whether I have some of my own decor left over for her to use and to send over pictures of my head table, flowers, color scheme, etc. She's also planning a honeymoon to Hawaii. Guess where my husband and I went on our honeymoon? Hawaii, which leads into her wanting to know about my exact accommodation <laughs> choices. <laughs> Sorry. I love how Beth is being so not low-key about this. She's like, can you send me I'm an itinerary dying. of your whole entire life? <laughs> I'm dying. I love this question. <laughs> I would fucking can't. I would go fucking ham on that. I'm no, sorry. I it, oh my god. I actually think I actually think it gets worse after this. Maybe. 
I'm dying. I'm sorry. What? It gets worse in Hawaii? What the fuck? Okay. Sorry. Where were we? We were at Hawaii. We were at Hawaii. Okay. Um, Which leads into her wanting to know my exact accommodation choices, (laughs) itinerary plan, activities, booking decisions, and so on. Next, Jesus, Beth and her fiance purchased their first home a few months ago. She sent over pictures of their new place and began asking me where I purchased my furniture, what store she should shop at, and where I think she should place her furniture order. Or, no, sorry, and where I think she should place her furniture. I asked her what her design style is like, to which she claimed that she and I share a similar style. Shocking. I decided to only share limited info as I'm beginning to notice a pattern here and perhaps I shouldn't be such an open book. I understand that we all gather inspiration from many places. I know I don't own dates and everyone is free to purchase whatever they would like. But there is a difference between actually being inspired, making your own unique choices rather than just wanting to copy everything to a T. I really love my friends and that includes Beth, but this is starting to get under my skin and beginning to irritate me. I've been told to take all of this copying as a compliment that clearly I have good taste but I think Beth has gone a little overboard. And with her track record, it seems like there's no end in sight. So how do you think I should proceed? Do I remain tight-lipped when she asks me what the style number of my bed frame is because she's <laughs> buying the same one? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. God. Sorry. Continue to like and not acknowledge her IG post that looks almost identical to mine. Give her taste of give her a taste of her own medicine by copying her. Not sure what the best strategy would be for her to stop this copying and start being her own person. Or am I just being too sensitive? The goal is for her to ease up while still remaining good friends. Would love to get your advice. Thanks, Jen. Not my real name. Oh, Jen. I (laughs) this is like very hilarious, but fucking irritating as shit if I was Jen. And Jen is being very, very kind thus far. I mean, obviously she's like tits up on it, but uh, I would have lost it at like probably the IG account. I hate copycatters. It was funny. (gasps) So listen, there is a copycat that I've actually never told you about that I won't tell. If I give too many clues, you'll know and that this person could listen to it. That I, well, I'll tell you after, um, that irritates the fuck out of me because I don't like it. Listen, I write a column for you and I tell people about the things that I love, right? But I'm pretty strategic about the things that I keep to myself that are like unique to me, right? Like I'm never going to write about my favorite vintage place. I'm never going to write about like the, like one pair of shoes that I want just for me, right? Like I share a lot. Um, of the things that I love and I do completely love them, but I definitely make sure to keep stuff to myself. And I find that when people start fucking plagiarizing your style, I don't find that a compliment. I find it fucking annoying. Case in point, no, uh, I had, so I, on top of buying the dining room chairs, I bought a fucking new carpet and I was showing our friend Amy um, the carpet. I was like, do you like it? She was like, yeah, I love it. She's like, I'm going to, that would look really good in my, like my bedroom. And I was like, no, you can't get it. I was like, fuck it. No, you cannot get that. Right? So you want to shut that shit down when it happens right then and there. The stuff that's special to you, I find. Right. right? Like something that is like defining, like 
if someone wore my exact glasses, like, oh, like if you started wearing the exact same pair of glasses that I had, I'd be fucking kind of annoyed. General shit's up for grabs, not specific shit. So fucking Beth bugs me. Okay, but how come, like, you and I own the same, lately, during lockdown, sweatpants, we've bought the same sweatpants, we bought the same bra, because you talked about it on LaneyGossip.com, so that's okay. Yes, because that I gave you a black. I gave you. I gave you a black sweatsuit. I right. gave you shit a bras that no one's gonna see but yourself and Yasik. Like, right. I think that's what I'm saying. If, but if it was like this amazing, sparkly, fucking, I, I don't know. I don't wear anything sparkly. I'm just no, saying. If it was I do, but you don't. Well, exactly. Can you imagine if I started wearing the same sparkly shit you did? You'd like be like my, my sparkly hoodie. Yes, yes, that's what I'm thinking of—the one that is all sequins. Can you imagine <laughs> if I fucking bought that and started wearing it? Yeah, I'd be mad at you, right? Because it's Zara, a great hoodie. It's Zara's per- free game. Yeah. Zara's free game. Anything that's like mass produced <laughs> or just like pretty right. generic. I think th- it, it's the it's the fact that they're friends, and then there's the Instagram angle, and it's like. This it's so weird. It's there are rules and regs, and I hate the fact that Beth is not following the rules and regs. Like even because there's so many things. There's the wedding, the wedding decor, the honeymoon, the Instagram, the, the item baking, number of the bed frame, the be- <laughs> the bed frame. That's fucked. Um, because yeah. I guess like once in a like even there are some people who don't even like when their friends wear their same scent, right? Because scent is that's, so personal, right? But that's a no-no too, don't you think? I do I do think so, but that is one thing. Yeah. Imagine the one thing multiplied 50 times. This yeah, is what's you, happening here. Yeah. Um, yeah, like if you walked in, if I walked into your house and you had the exact same furniture as me, I would be very much like, did you single white female me? Which is what I think is happening here with Beth. Beth needs to, Beth needs to be shut down. <laughs> much like that bank account in the last uh, last letter, fucking Beth needs to be shut down. I don't know. You're, listen, I think that for sure, I think we understand Jen mm-hmm. um, and we get where Jen is coming from. But what's weird, I think, about this whole situation is the minute you articulate it, in a way, it can sound petty. Petty, yes. Right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. Jen is in a fucked up, like it's, I don't know, what's that expression? Between a rock and a hard place? Because mm-hmm. we both acknowledge that there's legitimate shit here to address. But the moment she opens her mouth and is like, hey, Beth, I don't want you like copying me anymore. Then if you, it sounds like you're a conceited dick bag. You know what I mean? Right. Think about how that yeah. translates, right? Yeah. So what? that's what's tricky. That's almost what's unfair for what Jen is going through, even though Beth is the single white female here. I'm assuming that, whatever. Whatever single white female being a generalization of what this situation is. I don't think that Jen has to have a, like a sit down with Beth. I think Jen just simply needs to hold some things to herself and not fucking release the itinerary and the item numbers and um, the destinations and the fucking phone numbers. Like, I, I can't believe she's done so much this far in their relationship, but I think now she needs to cut it off. Like, oh, I don't like it's very easy to lie. It's very easy to be like, oh, I don't ha- I don't know where I got that from. I say that shit all the time, actually. If someone <laughs> like likes a certain thing that is like specific to me, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I lie. Can't you lie? It's not like a mean lie. It's just you don't 
give up the information to that. I think the Instagram account is kind of free game. Like people fucking swipe shit all the time. And it is like basically a glorified Pinterest account. So I don't really know how you're, I also don't like um, Jen's suggestion of like starting to copy Beth style. That's just like, no, 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 that's, that's whack. Yeah. Um, but I do think that moving forward, you just stop telling her every fucking detail of everything that she wants to have. Yeah, I think you're going to need to, Jen, I think you're going to gonna need to learn evasive maneuvers. Okay, you're saying evasive, not lie. Okay, that's better. That sounds Bobbing better. and weaving, bobbing and <laughs> yeah. weaving, bobbing. Yeah. Oh, what? I don't know. Like Jen and Brad, let's call Jen's husband Brad, whatever, right? Okay. I don't know. Brad got it from somewhere. Oh, I yeah. got it at some flea market. I don't remember. Yeah. Or change the subject or don't answer. Well, I don't think you could just be fucking mute when someone asks you something, but just, I like what you said, fucking bob and weave. Or, you know what might be fun is be like, hey, where did you get that couch? Oh, yeah. I'm starting to hate it. Duh, that's <laughs> amazing. Oh, you're so, yes. Right? That is good. Oh, I love your bed. Can you give me the style number? Sure, but like I hate it now. I regret getting it and I'm, I'm looking for something else. Brad and I are actually looking for something else. And when we find it, I'll let you know. But oh, I, I hate it. Like it's just, I don't it's know what disgusting. I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can use all of these options, right? Like sprinkle in that and then with a little bit of evasiveness yeah. and you're good. Exactly. Evasiveness and then um, I don't knowness and then hating something and yeah. s- see where that because it's so weird I don't know that you can have the you upfront can't. face-to-face you conversation can't. being like don't copy me no you can't it all of a sudden gets sweet valley high you can't do that that is this is so fucking weird I, isn't that weird though I, so I don't that's why I'm like wow Jen's a good person because I would not I would almost not want to be friends with someone who like snatched my style and like everything about me that would irritate me that irritates me a lot actually well, in a way, though, does it make you feel a little bit bad for Beth? Because Beth clearly doesn't have confidence no, in her Beth, own. Okay. No, Beth. <laughs> fucking get a life. Figure what if, out your life. Figure what out what if, you like, what you don't. What if Beth doesn't? Yeah, that's what I mean is like Beth has no, I don't, no, no sense let, of- Don't take okay. me down that path. Nope. Oh, nope. Okay. I'm, fine. Don't take me down empathy. <laughs> don't. I don't want to change my advice here. Don't make me feel bad for Beth. Fine. Fine. Uh, We won't. And we'll leave that there, Jen. So those are the three things that you can do. Lie, evasive maneuvers, and um, dump on all the things. (laughs) Dump on the things that you actually love. Totally. Oh my God. I love that. Um, Keep your questions coming to me at sasha at ladygossip.com. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave comments and reviews. They really help other people find our podcast. And um, Again, this is a podcast where we're clearly not heroes. No. <laughs> We've established that from season one. <laughs> Sending love to all the heroes out there. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.